Incoming message detected. Scanning conversation for relevant search parameters. Transmission quality is acceptable. Relevant data located. Family video. Cinema demographics discussion. Personal anecdotes. Subjects included. Jared Nitza, former family video employee, and Michael McDonald, host of the True Myth Media podcast and former assistant manager of family video. Packaging audio. Uploading. Run audio tonal arrangement in 3, 2, 1. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's not, like, really that many movies that I've been excited about that have been coming out. There's yeah. some announcements that I, like, want I like. I want to watch Dune, obviously. It's, like, one of my favorite books. I know, and it keeps getting pushed. And so yeah. Like, ah, ah. It's driving me crazy. And now with this stupid deal or whatever, it's probably n- never going to get a second part. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know about that one yet. Which well, one? like, it got, it got put as like part of a package on the like HBO. I think is going to be streaming oh, it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So it's they're looking for an alternative way to distribute it, but that right. means they're not going to make back the money that they wanted. Yeah, yeah. They're cutting their losses in some way. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically a for sure thing that we're not going to get a second one. I'm still excited about it. I like the director yeah. a lot. What's his name? Uh, in Blade Runner. News or something. Yeah. Like Hey, Blade Runner. I love and the Blade hey, Runner twenty nine. Maybe they'll surprise us, you know. Like, yeah, maybe it'll, it'll be that good. But I mean, HBO. I mean, of all the streaming platforms, I feel like if I made a movie or, or anything, I don't know. I feel like HBO has a pretty wide appeal. Yeah, and actually, I've been telling people lately because I've been watching a lot of HBO Max. Um, the movies they have right now, because they got uh, Turner Classic Movies and. Mm. Um, uh they've got crunchy roll and oh really that's part of it now too yep uh that's cool cartoon network uh so you watch all of like sam i was watching through samurai jack the other bro that that show hits that show is great (laughs) that came out when i was uh when i was 19 and went to college for the first time like i watched this the series premiere of that show i See, I don't know if I ever actually watched it when it was like coming out, but I always saw reruns. Yeah. Uh, so you know. Yeah. I might I might have some like really early memories of like when it was being canceled, but uh, it's hard to parse through those memories. Yeah, they've also got all the. I think they have all of Miyazaki's films on there. Oh what? All right, I'm sold. Yeah. Yeah, I love like, Miyazaki. I watched Pompoko the other day, which I or like I guess this is actually back like more Thanksgiving, but um, man, I I don't know what I put off watching that movie for so long for. Oh yeah, is <laughs> it good? It's so great. It might it might be one. I don't know. It's up there with Spirited Away. For oh me, damn! It's like how much I really enjoyed the experience of watching it. <laughs> I got to watch Spirited Away in a theater at, nice. at Wealthy. Oh, yeah awesome. yeah me and the boys all <laughs> went to it it was amazing viewing experience i wish they would have played it in japanese because i actually grew up on the japanese ones and not the english ones 
Okay. Yeah, the when I saw Spirited Away, it was an English dub. Uh, one of the nice the English about, dub for those ones are pretty good. Yeah, exactly. They I feel like those ones they know from the outset that they've got an American audience. Right. So they actually put effort into getting a decent voice cast for them. Right, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, and they, they've got like the weird deal with Disney, so I'm sure Disney doesn't want like their name on something that's got bad voice actors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um Yeah, it's uh it's been kind of a, a a weird year for me, like as far as movie me too, man. Goes. I like you said stuff that there's not as much coming out that's new. So yeah, and also my favorite part about watching movies is watching it with someone else, you know. Yes. And like exp- it's like the mutual experience of the movie. That's why the movie theater is so great. You, know, I don't even know these people, yeah. uh, but like I feel some sort of connection with them because we hate like, especially if it's a really good movie, you know. Like you, then know it's that, like you know, you know that they did their research to find out this movie was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> even even sometimes with like not so great movies, uh, but like the crowd's good or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm sometimes yeah yeah it's been it's it's definitely been strange a lot of people i think because i've never been super i'm interested in what movies are coming out for sure right but not to the degree that i think that a lot of other people are 100 percent, me too i'm like i got this long list that goes back to like the 30s bro yeah like yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what i mean like I got plenty of movies, but then once stuff stuff stops coming out, it's like, you know, yeah, it's hard to like go back through the list and like. Yeah, and I've actually been you know? playing like a lot of video games lately. Nice, um, nice. Which which has been interesting. I stopped playing video games a, a long time ago, and then got back into them this mm-hmm. year because uh, Katie wanted to pick up a system over quarantine. Um. So, I like, mean, honestly, a good good as time as any to get into yeah. it. And it's been fun. Uh, I really enjoy... Man, there's a reason I got rid of them. It's because I'm addicted to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a little too much fun sometimes. I With video games, I've got this weird relationship where it's like, there'll be like a month where I, every day, I'm playing this game. Yep. But then I don't touch the system for nine months and then a yeah. month comes and i'm like obsessed with a new game or you know yeah, i can't stop playing a game that you're trying to get through or something right like yeah and yeah so like i actually haven't been watching as many movies this year uh as i don't know as as, as i anticipated for sure with the idea i mean of like quarantine i was like dude i'm just gonna be watching a ton of movies and yeah first yeah like those first months yeah, I I clicked through some stuff. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but now you know, like talking to you know, you know, talking to Seth or Chad, and you know, we've kind of we're just going through some older stuff. Uh, I've actually started watching more Criterion Channel movies again. I I find like like you were saying about video games, I'm that way with movies too, where it's like, um, I'll go for a stretch where. I don't want to do anything else but watch movies. Yeah, I feel that too. And then I'll go through a stretch where I don't want to watch movies at all. And it's even the type of movies too. Sometimes it's like mm-hmm. for two weeks, I I just really want to watch. I don't know, like a horror movies or yeah, like, yeah. Get super into um, uh, like 
lately my kick has been like kind of a more upbeat stuff. Like I've been watching Taika Waititi stuff, going back through oh, okay. all of Edgar yeah. Wright's stuff. Oh, having, nice. yeah, having having a lot of fun with those movies, and then uh, uh, how do, what is the name? Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho, yeah. Oh, dude, he's a genius. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I rewatched Parasite, and then I watched uh, Snowpiercer for the first time. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then I'm excited about the new one coming out. Yeah, have you seen Okja? That's on Netflix. That's on that's on my that's my next one I'm gonna watch. And then it looks like Criterion is gonna put out a version of Memories of Murder. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've never seen Memories of Murder either. Yeah. Mother is really good too, if you get a chance to see that one. I Mother. Mother. It, All right, let me take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's weird, like when you're not chasing like the first the, like the new movie that's coming out. Uh how a lot of you realize how like the the pursuit of the new movie is one of the things that binds you to other movie fans yeah for sure because even with like chad and seth i felt a little bit this time how like oh yeah like we're all just kind of leaning hard into our particular niches right there's no like that mutual excitement where you can like talk about the upcoming you're like i can't wait you know yeah, like we'll, we'll like have a couple of things here and there that are like that, but definitely it's not as much as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll text them sometimes if I know that, like I watched uh, on Criterion Channel, Ghost Dog. Um, Is it any good? Of the Samurai. It's a Jim Jarmusch movie. It's really good. It's one that I knew that Chad was interested in watching that Seth had seen. So like when I watched it on Criterion Channel, I texted You him let him know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um, which, by the way, is a great movie. Jim Jarmusch. Uh, it's Forrest Whitaker stars. Um, takes place in like '99. Um, okay. And he plays a uh, like a guy on the street, kind of. But he's modeled his life after the a book that he has. That's like the Way of the Samurai. Oh, that's yeah. Um, I can. So, so he's like he's he's in New York. He's in like this kind of gangster setting where he's caught up, where he's on retainer with a uh, with this mob guy. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's largely a mob movie, a like right. nice crime movie that just has this character in it that is different than right than people. everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And so like it's that's great. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's full of fun scenes of like you know good old boys that are like you know like what you like wait this guy does what you know like just uh, like trying to wrap their heads around this guy who. Um, you know lives on i mean he just lives on top of a building where there's like some pigeon pens <laughs> you know like he's homeless you know like he doesn't they're like how do you get a hold of this guy i, I don't know how to get a hold of him <laughs> like <laughs> i can't even picture this guy i think about the dude from seventh samurai with a big sword just like yeah, yeah. trouncing around <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's it was it was really good i enjoyed that one i think you would like that one a lot too um, i'll have to check it out you said it was ghost dog yeah and jim jarmusch you know he's got like that meditative thing going yeah you know so like he's not he's not just trying to create like some sweet action movie where a samurai kills a bunch of gangsters right yeah for sure he wants that he wants the character to like embody like the poetic idea of the samurai right yeah i i get you yeah do you watch um queen's gambit or have you talked about that at all 
I haven't talked about it really. Uh, what'd you I I loved it. I'm on my second watch. Oh wow! Okay, so you yeah. really really liked it. Um, I was. I would say that I bit hard on it the first few episodes. Um, it lost me some at the end. Oh really? See, for me, the first episode when I first watched, I was like, eh. And then well, after, it does seem to be a little bit of a standard like. I yeah, mean, like backstory even episode. True, even though it's a true backstory, there's a little element of It's not true. It's this well, isn't a real I, person. No, but like her she was really an orphan. Right, yeah, yeah. Even though like that is true, it doesn't always ring true because it's such a cliche of like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff that like, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My, my parents were killed by dark elves and yeah, need revenge. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's it was also like it was pretty it was kind of slow and uh i really don't like tv shows i i mostly do. and every time i watch an episode of a tv show i go that's pretty good for you know they had to write it in a week you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta get this script done in this week yeah it's, it's pretty good for that but this i felt differently about i mean it's a mini series so obviously but like yeah i don't know i really liked it i like the fact that like it's obviously about chess because the person is a really good chess player, but I think it, even more, it's about like addiction. Yeah, it is. I think that like that's that... how I sell it to people when I like am trying to get them to watch. It. I'm like, because I know most people don't give a don't care about chess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like chess. I like, I like chess. I, I play. I used to play chess all the time with my grandpa, and it actually like inspired me to play again. You know. Oh, cool. It's cool. We'll have to play sometime because, like, yeah, I for sure. In high school a lot. Um, I, I was. Yeah, I played in high school with my grandpa a lot. Uh, I never played like, like I don't even know if I'm very good. He would always be. He would beat me a lot. He was pretty good. But that's uh, the experience of learning to play chess. Yeah, that's true. Losing to somebody older than you a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I never played at like a chess club or anything. So like. Uh, me either only at school oh you just play like on I, break or something i had a shop teacher who we would play at lunchtime that's um, dope and because uh, i had his class after after lunch and i he was the teacher that i had the most over high school because i right. did a lot of drafting classes and stuff and so that's uh, awesome you know with his class afterwards and especially once I was a senior and had known him for four years, I'd go down, I'd go to play chess like once a week with him and cause I'd have his class afterwards. So if we ran a little late, it wasn't really a problem. Right. Um, that's dope. <laughs> it's funny because like I, now I wish I would have gone back and joined a chess club cause I really like the game and I wish I would have like learned more strategies. I mean, yeah, I was, me obviously there's the internet. I've read and... chess books yeah i've read like you know some opening books and stuff like that but i'm i consider myself pretty bad at the end of the game like i start off real well but i'm yeah. bad at avoiding the draw okay yeah 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 a really good um actually for anybody out there who is interested in chess uh a book that i recommend to people who are just starting is bobby fisher teaches chess isn't bobby fisher the, like basically the greatest chess player ever uh, he's one of the best American players, yeah. But um, uh, he wrote a real simple, light paperback book uh, called "Bobby Fischer Teaches Chess," 
That's cool. You can probably find it for like eight bucks somewhere. I might have to check that out. Yeah, because I, I mean, my grandpa taught me some stuff, but he didn't really know the terms. Like only after, only after I'm getting back into it by like watching tournaments and stuff because I'm a nerd. But uh, uh, like I'm learning more of the terminology. Yeah, um, yeah, Queen's Gambit. I don't know. I like I said, I bit kind of hard on it. Um. And as someone who likes chess, though, I was kind of disappointed in the chess. <laughs> well, they didn't. Yeah, they uh, they used even, like I don't expect them to like get into how pieces moved and things. Right. Like that. I'm 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 no fool. <laughs> like I understand right. death that would be for a viewing audience, but uh, I would have liked if the way that they filmed the chess if it had in some way mirrored her internal journey uh, or something like every chess scene is filmed almost the same way. There's, it's just lots of quick cuts and panels of people going just like, yeah. And then an announcer in the background saying some buzzwords. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's clear. It's, it's almost like those scenes I'm going to be a little harsher just for the sake of the point than how I probably really feel. They might as well have not put chess in the, in the show. If they're going yeah, to film, if they're gonna film it that way, because it literally felt like when we got to the chess scenes, they're like, okay, how do we get through this so that we can get back to the scenes where like the emotional stuff is happening. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, there was something about that aspect of it that didn't work. Like I was talking to Chad about how, you know, like you could film it so that like in maybe like one of those early scenes where she's just learning and everything and everybody's being shocked. Like that's the one where you want to do like some of those like quick cuts and surprise reactions from people and things like that. But then as you get later into where she's really good and everything and the game becomes um, less about the surprise that she's offering people and more about like the psychological battle between her and the other person. Uh, it just didn't seem like any of that was drawn out by the camera work. Um, yeah, I can understand that. And I think that's why it worked for me more in the beginning than in the end. Right. Yeah. Um, you you kind of, it felt old or whatever. Yeah, because especially, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, so another scene like this, another scene where she looks up at the ceiling and sees the chess pieces. Um, right. Which also has nothing to do with the film either. Um, apparently these just show up when she takes drugs and somehow that makes her good at chess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like like I said, like it's just, it, it's, it's very flashy. It's very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it didn't yeah it just it just didn't connect any of those other themes to make them feel like they were part of like the fabric of her life to me that's fair one of the details that i really loved about the show is for every chess match that's being played is like a a historically famous match yeah I watched Which is videos really cool. where people like analyze and they're like, okay, so this is where they deviate from like, yeah, like the chess match and this is where, you know. Right. Um, which is kind of interesting because I've like played along with games before and 
like yeah playing through like really good players matches it's it's really hard to like want to play chess after that yeah you're like it's <laughs> like, like watching baby driver yeah it's like watching baby driver i'll never be able to do this like yeah <laughs> It's like watching speed runs on video games where you're just like, I mean, I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> it's very impressive. But I could never. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, like the the main reason, you know, I wanted to have you on the show partially just to catch up. We haven't talked in so long. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we both, we met at Family Video. Oh, yeah. And uh, Family Video uh, closed. Um, Poor I guys. A, I believe it's a nationwide shutdown. Who would have seen it coming, Michael? <laughs> who, who, who? <laughs> I knew the the day I walked in that store, I'm like, this place they lasted long. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, if not for the pandemic, like, I mean, I've always been impressed by the fact that it was able to stay in business. Yeah, it had so, the things that it, it could keep regulars. Yes. You know what I mean? Like every customer was a regular. Every customer was there every day. Cause like, I don't know. If you live around the corner, it's pretty easy to like not have to pay for I don't know cable or whatever. Right. And just go to Family Video, a couple bucks a day. Yeah. A couple bucks a weekend, even. Yeah, and I always felt like um, there were things that they did that were shooting themselves in the foot. Um. Dude, their computer systems drove me up a wall. I haven't why didn't they re? Why didn't they ever reprogram them? They, no I asked. No money, bro. Two thousand. It was like two thousand three. The last thing that the yeah. last time those things had been programmed. No, I. The mouse doesn't work on their interface, <laughs> <laughs> guys. It's true. It's you true. have to hit tab to get it's through every program. Yeah, you have to actually have to... be in the program window and. <laughs> yeah it's like yeah it was very it was very baffling for people when they first took the job when they're like i don't know how to do anything on this computer like i i know like how programs like that work but i'm like but why it's not that hard to make buttons and make like a simple interface like mcdonald's can figure it out every business ever can figure it out yeah but apparently not i always felt like they they shot themselves in the foot also by like um well for like one example is you know the digital codes that came with movies you know like yeah people don't realize that should be an important part of the the place yeah people don't realize that um video game store stores don't have special deals with a lot of uh distributors so like crystal our manager would literally go out on you know oh my gosh early in the morning to like walmart and buy a bunch of copies of movies bring them back to the store and then we'd open them all up put them all in our cases and stuff yeah and then like we'd have all these digital codes left over and for the for a long time this is even before i worked there like employees would just pocket those things because they were seen as almost useless little add-ons right so the employees would pocket them and they just have oh this is a perk of working in the video store then family video got wind that that was happening and they're like well we can't let our employees have something nice 
Uh, yeah <laughs> and so thank you like, capitalism jeez yeah, so, so they're like we gotta sell those if it's a resource that's worth taking then it's a resource worth selling true um, and then they failed miserably at selling yeah. them because they didn't try yeah but that that's the thing like not only do they not prioritize it enough to make it worth it for the average person they right. also at the same time because because they don't say we're just not going to do this at all. They say, we're going to try and halfway do this. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're not reliable enough because they're only doing it halfway for people who would actually be like good regular customers for this, mm -hmm. but they are doing it enough that all these people that go to family video and have never heard of streaming movies. Right. Now, now you're introducing them to the competition. It's yeah. like McDonald's giving away a free junior Whopper. Why would you do that? Right. Like I can buy this movie for six dollars forever. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, and also, like, yeah, exactly. I don't even have to. Like, it's a dollar extra to not walk to the store. Yeah, exactly. And I can't have late fees. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, they start their movies anywhere collection, whatever, and then they're like, oh, now I can just get the, and now they've got their movies anywhere service is open on their phone or their laptop right it has all the same movies that we have at family video exactly but now they're looking at them at home and it's yeah like, so yeah there's so many there's so many reasons that um i mean i mean obviously the biggest thing is like they didn't know rental places like understood and like hopped on to streaming well you know what i mean like Blockbuster tried back in the day, but not in the right way. Um, and I think part of it is because like streaming in and of itself is, I mean, like the pro yeah. Okay. Sorry. The problem is that the, the previous business model for a video store didn't put them in contact with the people that they need to be in contact with in order to run a streaming service. Yeah. Like, a video store is like easily it's like a, at least my experience it's kind of like a little mom and pop shop yeah. you know what i mean it's like Even run by videos are yeah. feel that way yeah yeah it's run by like six people you know what i mean yeah like yeah we're that's every... all the posters like all of the signs are hand drawn right like, you know it's <laughs> like when we have a sale we're literally getting out the construction paper to yeah like exactly stencils and glitter in order to make signs like it's a very mom and pop operation yeah um, and, it, and it's because like yeah buying movies and putting them on shelves isn't that like it's not that hard for like in a couple of people to do and it, yeah you're right that doesn't like give them any business connections it doesn't it's not only does it not give them like a movie streaming business connection i feel like i give them zero yeah so you know what i mean yeah like you said you know like why don't video stores get into streaming it's like well because they don't have anybody on their staff like they do at netflix uh people that have worked in the industry and are friends with the heads of studios and friends with right. distribution uh wings of all these of all these studios you know they don't have that so like how could family video possibly go into streaming all those rights are taken up by other companies right now yeah for sure that's that's true i mean yeah but like i don't know they had to get on early but i it's yeah. obvious that family video is very like old-fashioned we're not going to ch change our ways 
Well, and a lot of their clients, which is why, honestly, I loved working there. Um, I loved the, like you said, the regulars, like half the people that came into the store were people that were from the neighborhood. I've said many times that I got to know my neighbors by working at family video. I met, I met several neighbors and I'm like, I was like a couple blocks away even. Yeah. You know, and I met several neighbors working there. Honestly, I loved working at family video. I got to watch movies. I just had to put movies away, but like, you know, I've got like Princess Bride up on the TV. Like I'm in blitz. You know what I mean? Like I just listening to my favorite movies on repeat. Yeah, that's just like the best. Comes in and you kind of like, uh, <laughs> T.W. You know, talk, bro, talk to him for a while or Louie or the best or is when like someone comes in and I and you instantly know I'm like this is like 45 minutes to an hour of my time. Yeah, this person yeah. walking in the store. Yeah, people don't understand like that. This is really what kills a retail business <laughs> is the amount of time. Uh, like and I understand why I I understand like if you grew up um, where you know you go to the bank and you actually sit down with your teller and right. your deposit and you talk to them for 15 20 minutes my mother-in-law you know she's got a she, she had a bank that she went to for years that that's the way that it was and she loved it and the fact of the matter is as nice as that is um, the person that's sitting there needs to be paid right talking to you <laughs> right exactly (laughs) and if they're talking to you they're not doing anything else right family video is not about to hire somebody else (laughs) so you'd have somebody come in that wants to talk for 45 minutes it's like yes i would love to sit here and talk to you for right but i have a job to do and i can't right Um, exactly like i even feel that way a little bit like i'll admit i've been at speedway for like a year and a half now same shift every week So I have quite a few regulars and it's like, there's some people where it's like, bro, I just got to mop the floor, man. It's been a busy day. Like, can you just, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, there's this one dude who buys like a thousand lotto tickets. He buys them one at a time, scratches them, (laughs) takes them back. Yeah. Cause he's, it's bad luck if you buy more than one at a time. And I'm like, bro, that's tough. Yeah. (laughs) It's like people that would come up to this, come up to the uh, counter and they'd have like 16 movies and they'd be like, well, you know, you'd ring them all up and you'd be like, okay, it's like 10 bucks. Like, well, I only got $5. Yeah. And you're like, what? And then How did you grab 16 movies? And then they'd be like, all right, what, if, which one should I get? Which one should I get? I was like, this is not the place for making this decision, man. Like, right. There's like, three the people the behind you. There's three people behind you waiting for you to like. <laughs> weigh the options and like democratically the bathroom, vote I'm the only one in this store and i can't go to the bathroom till all of you leave <laughs> you gotta wait for their whole family to democratically vote because everyone knows that's the quickest way to do anything yeah Sam, <laughs> is to ask five-year-olds to vote on which movie they want to watch yeah for real <laughs> dude oh it was it was such you a, ask you ask Congress to vote on something. It takes them nine days, bro. Yeah, it's I I just loved the conversations that we'd get in. Like, yeah, you got in the wacky conversations with people who really, you know, really believe that Steven Seagal is the height of movie making. Um, what was the, Well, do you know that dude's name? The older guy. 
he watched every Steven Seagal movie ever. Well, which older guy is it? Is he like he, the short, like squat one, or is he the skinny guy? I think like, it was the short squat one. Okay. The, one, I the one that always wore the military hat. The- yeah, the military hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy always cracked me up too. Did, did you ever? Because I worked till that second shift. You worked till the third shift, but I don't know if you met this guy. He was like this older hippie type dude, and he had this like leather jacket with like rainbow like uh what are they called like tassels you know on like some leather jackets there's like tassels they were like these beaded he was like oh the beaded yes i yeah that guy Uh, he cracked me up because he was i mean he was a nice guy and all but like his outfit was insane wild wild yeah Yeah. awesome love it Um, keep it up (laughs) (laughs) right um yeah, it like so that guy, um, he was one that I would actually like pull one to the side for every once in a while. Like like when the when that Nick Cage USS Indianapolis movie came out. Oh yeah. Um, Did he like you know, Nick Cage? Uh he just liked military stuff, right? So oh, it's okay. like okay, USS Indianapolis, that's like that so you know the movie Jaws where uh he's talking about like all the men went into the water and only so many came out. You know, right. it's like all so that story is the USS Indianapolis. Right, so right, like, right. I knew that he'd want to see that movie because it's a military survival movie. Right. And I that that was the best part of working at Family Video is you'd get to know these guys. And even though you don't have the same movie taste as them. Right. You but, understand that what they want. And you're like, oh, I know what you would like. You know yes. what? I, yeah. I know what you like. And then in the back of your mind, you're like, I think this movie is a hot piece of garbage. But yeah. this dude, well, I love it. Why you're like edging them towards like, okay. This is a Do you want to watch Get Out or almost in their wheelhouse? Maybe I can give this one to them, and it'll broaden their horizons. Just it'll stretch them just a little bit, you know? Yeah, dude. I was always pushing people to watch like the crazy good movies, you know? Yeah, the ones uh, worth watching. Sorry to bother you is one that I bro. Sorry to bother you. They they wouldn't realize that it how great it is, but you give it that to some kids in high school. Like they love that because it Bro, blows their mind. Sorry, sorry to bother you. Is it was my favorite movie of that year. When was that? Twenty eighteen. I think. I, yeah. I, I love that movie, bro. It's so good. And, uh, I, and you're right. I tried to get so many people. We had like one copy though. Yeah, <laughs> we had one or two. I think we had two. Yeah, uh, one DVD and one Blu-ray, and then the Blu-ray yeah. disappeared. Oh, I wonder how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, so many somebody watched it and was like, "I'm just gonna keep this." Yeah, <laughs> that's the other problem with family video is the the product retention was a problem. Yeah, people stole like crazy. People would people would try to run out the store with 25 movies in their hand, bro. Yeah, like that they, they did not care. It's. And half the time you're working there by yourself and and, you're like, and like we work there. So we know like most of the discs they're stealing, they're not going to work when they get home. Right. (laughs) They they all need to be repaired. They all need to be cleaned. Yeah. They need to be like super (laughs) scrubbed before you could watch them. And then you watch them once you got to scrub them again, bro. Yeah. You can't watch that twice in a row. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, my least. The worst part is that the DVD player in the video store would scratch the discs oh it, that dvd player was the worst i'd have customers come in and say like you know this dvd didn't work at home and then you'd have to try and 
make it work at the store but of course the store doesn't always work either because unless if it's the dude with all the x-rated stuff and he's like none of these work and i'm like well i can't really check them (laughs) yeah i know i can't throw them in the dvd player right now man i guess i'll just take your word for it no the the adult room is definitely it's it's the strangest part of that job yeah man it's it's It's... so weird like because when i first started working there i it, it was weird because first you're just like okay it's strange that there's an adult room right period because you're just like this place is called family video that's the thing it's called family video and you know i worked there for like a good couple of years and so like i get all these you know we get these company emails and memos and stuff and you know back when we were talking about uh cbd Mm -hmm. uh, because that was going to be like the new thing that saved the company um (laughs) we did (laughs) that was the funniest thing ever bro i was like yo I don't know about like this. Part, part of the way family. Did you think? Is did like you they think? Knew, they did you think they'd be like, "Well, people like to smoke weed and watch movies, so obviously CBD in a movie store, big bucks." I, I I really do actually believe the corporate line that like it was one of their corporate guys who had a chronic tennis injury that tried some CBD and it helped and so he was like hey we should sell this i i on because that sounds so that family dude, video to me dude that dude probably got a raise too yeah he did I'm sure. yo like, what a good idea <laughs> but yeah like that's kind of family videos business model is like the movies we're not making money off movies we make money right. off candy and then like whenever there's a fad like fidget spinners or something you like know that, what they, you know what i hate about this too wait hold they, up if we're making movie on candy and snacks and stuff, why don't we like expand that section of the store? Yeah, it was like I mean, we'll it was sure like a couple of shelves. Yeah, everything would run out, and we had the worst snacks. Nobody would wants to buy your butterscotch Reese's peanut butter cup, bro. <laughs> <laughs> butterscotch Reese's peanut butter. And those were yeah, on that shelf. So many, we got so many, like, yeah. So when, when a company has like a new flavor that they're gonna try something out in a test market, they don't test market it at Meyer, they test market it at family video, and you get some <laughs> garbage white chocolate MMs that no one wants. No, and, and they're all pieces of them sitting around going stale oh and then they go stale and you put them in the in the back corner so the employees could just take them in for and free they don't still don't them. take them <laughs> they're gross nobody wants to eat them for free <laughs> no no it's like so the adult... every once in a while there'd be a good sack that went bad and then they would instantly vanish <laughs> the adult video section was kind of it was one of those things that like candy and CBD that, you know, kind of uh, buffers the whole system up, you know? Right. Yeah. Because this is the other thing that surprised me when I first started working there is they rent. A lot. Like, I, th- I thought for sure everybody just got their it's like four dudes online, though. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd get, you know, we, we'd get pretty steady stream of customers. When I first started working there, we actually had a problem with people stealing the adult videos. Yeah. Um, Cause it's back where nobody can see. Yeah. And so it's so easy to steal with like basically wire cutters and snipping the security tabs. Yeah. Pocketing the disc. Um, 
that stopped after the first couple months because I started doing regular rounds back there where I would just like poke my head back there, pretend to clean for a second. Like I wouldn't right. sit back there for too long by themselves. Nah, if somebody's back there for a while, I'm walking in there. I'm like, uh, I got to get sh- the supply closet. Yeah, I got to check the closet, you know, <laughs> looking for a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, because of where it is, like so many of the stories I feel at Family Video, I feel like revolve around that room because it's such an oddity. Yeah, especially when it's like, bro, when What's-His-Name came back, at, to, to, he would rent from movies from the adult room after he quit this place. What yeah. was his name? Uh, Bill. Bill, bro, yeah. Bill. Like he used he to work did there. Not care. Yeah, he used to work there. And then he walks in and he's like, <laughs> that's all he gets too. He doesn't yeah. watch movies. Yep. Bro, Bill drove me up a wall. Bill was crazy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I went and fed his dog one time uh, while he was at work. The worst, worst part about Bill is like in front of me, like decently loudly because he's old i guess i don't know he's like talking about those people i'm like what you mean bro what do you mean by those people oh no (laughs) yeah it was bad (laughs) poor bill i i i I killed a snake in the adult room one time i remember that bro i saw a snake and i'm like what is happening why is there a snake in this store the thing is too it was tiny but you don't understand i am deathly afraid of snakes. oh no it's the like... one i killed was tiny too i killed it on accident i was trying to help it get outside and it was just so fragile right that it like just fell apart i was like oh no <laughs> there must have been like a mother snake that gave birth or something well you know that back door there yeah like, that's where we got bugs in all the time yeah seal properly but yeah, uh, the we we would have customer. We had a, a pretty regular customer, like he he drove like a limousine or like one of those party buses. Yeah. So he, so he would come in to get like buy just cheap, raunchy videos to throw on because like that apparently that's what would always happen. He'd be doing a bachelor party. They'd be like, oh, throw on some porn. Like, but yeah, he doesn't have any? He doesn't have uh internet so he'd have to have some dvds or something and right um and he is always embarrassed about it <laughs> like he's just like oh. you know what's the worst thing too is bill used that excuse on me he's like oh yeah i got a bachelor party i'm like bill what bachelor party are you going you don't to have any friends yeah bro <laughs> sorry that's so mean <laughs> yeah we should probably pick on bill that, but bill bill is an interesting guy my actually my favorite memory of family video ever was uh i don't remember his name i'm really awful with names i'm so sorry but uh there was this um he was mute he was disabled he couldn't uh oh yeah talk. yeah yeah. Uh, are, is this the um latino guy or the white-haired guy the latino guy okay yeah because uh, so, juan carlos i think is his name okay juan carlos so me and juan carlos he's he couldn't remember the movie what the name was and he's so signing at, he's signing at you because he's dead he, yeah, yeah, but I can't uh, understand sign language. So then he starts, we're doing basically charades. Yes, and, I've done that with him a few times. And bro, he he did the like, he did this little, just like this little turnaround. Yeah. And then like a ta-da. And I was like, 
Wonder Woman when she turns around and ah. her costume was out. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it was like the most obscure thing I could have ever imagined. I love those moments. Yeah. And I'm like, how did I get that right? I don't get it. It's because yeah. I, you know, I don't know why. It's because I specifically remember being with my friends. We're watching this old movie and we're making fun of it. I made a joke about how she just like awkwardly turns <laughs> turns around. Oh, he's doing. Oh, I just realized he's doing Linda Carter from the old TV show. Yeah, where she oh, would she would around and it would change her outfit. Yeah, uh, but I mean the effects were awful. He also did like a thing trying to mimic being like in a invisible airplane, which is another <laughs> which is another hilarious part of that show. <laughs> Because she was not invisible. It just looked like a woman sitting down, flying <laughs> through the air. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I I feel like in some ways Family Video was one of the most educational like movie jobs I could have had. I feel like oh, yeah. it really did. It highlighted for me because you kind of get different. Uh, frames of reference when you look at movies in different lights so like you know you go to film school and it's all the jargon about the art of film and the industry of film and like how important it is and what we're trying to do and being true to your voice and it's very high-minded um well most people when they watch a movie they turn their brain off that's what they want to do exactly but if you like yeah exactly you talk to people in the movie theater and it's a very low-minded thing a lot of times uh when you you know and that's really most of our first experiences of film and how we learn to talk about film is from like being in the theater right and then uh like you work on films and it's funny because a lot of the people that work on films don't seem to really care very much for them like you talk to them really what their favorite movies are and they're like i don't really watch many movies really you know um because they're that's surprising to me they're they're about especially like if you're below the line like you don't have any real creative input right yeah of course you're just a grunt it's it's not creatively fulfilling like to be a grip i don't think right you know the people that i know that make it as grips for a career like those are you know if they weren't in film they'd probably be carpenters or construction workers or right yeah right you know, so that's kind of how they look at their their film jobs too, is that same kind of mentality. So, you know, you go from this high minded film school thing, and then you go to this like kind of almost factory mindset. It can be very right. disillusioning. And then same thing, like when you go to family video and you get even another frame of reference where it's like, there I really saw the um the product turnover side of film um the short shelf life of a right movie. like even, yeah even a great movie it will great. be forgotten in two weeks it's ridiculous yeah, it, it's it is so fast it really is um i mean not in today's age when four movies come out all year but i mean yeah <laughs> when, but I when mean, a business how, is going you know and trying to get and and how much of trying to get people to watch like uh, a movie that I think is maybe in their wheelhouse, but maybe just a little bit outside of it. How, it was like, it's trying to pull teeth. Dude. Yeah. Because they have 10 new movies that came out this week that they feel like they have to watch. Right. You know, 
Um, yeah, so, I got that a lot, that feeling a lot too with people that were like new wall buyers or whatever. Yeah. They would just look at the pamphlet and then be like, well, what I want to, I got to watch all the big ones. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I got to watch all the blockbuster hits. And they just grab those and maybe one or two ones that they thought looked interesting. But, like, I don't know. It felt like a checklist, not like, mm-hmm. you know, pick what you want to watch. Well, it's one of those things that I feel like I, I need to remind myself of over and over again because I talk about movies so often um, that I am not the typical movie watcher. Yeah. I, I think I am because I watch movies so much and think about them so much. And they're so important to me that I almost by default assume that I am the, the standard watcher of films, but I'm, right. not, I'm an above average watcher of films. Right. Um, I forget that most movies are not made for me. Um, yeah, that's true too. Like, they're, yeah, they're made for the family video crowd. Yeah. Um, and I feel like my time at family video really, Rerooted me in that knowledge for sure yeah yeah, yeah. in contact with those kinds of people that i didn't see movies with regularly um so yeah you kind of got that extra perspective you know yeah yeah and i don't know like some people you know you talk to them uh about like their old movies and stuff that was always one of my favorites too is that like because i was kind of the the classic i i was i was the movie knowledge guy you know when you were yeah. you were one of those guys too but like family video most of the people that work there they're not there because they love movies they're no there this is the job they could get bro i can't believe that's one thing that broke my heart i was like excited to meet people like you when i first got the job i'm like you know what who would work at family video if you didn't love movies? and you think it's going to be people like me and you yeah but it ends and up being people who don't have any interest in movies at all no, it's like, what are you doing here? And then they're bored. And I'm like, well, of course you're bored. You don't even like movies. Like, what yeah. do you, like when you're bored, you just like stare at this wall and you watch a movie. I feel, that you I put feel on. like Shelby and me were, con- I was constantly like making fun of her for not knowing anything about movies. And she was constantly making fun of me for knowing so much about them. Bro, Sh- <laughs> Shelby drove me crazy because Shelby would be like, uh, yeah, I saw that one. And I didn't like it. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't like it? And she's like, well, I didn't really watch it. I had it on the background while I was on my computer. (laughs) And I'm like, that doesn't count, bro. You didn't watch that movie. (laughs) You watched like 45 seconds at a time. Yeah. You listened to the movie, looked up every once in a while. Like, yeah. Of course it didn't like capture you. How can any movie be good in that setting? I don't know. Yeah. Unless if you know the movie by heart, like if it's like, you know, some movie that you've watched a million times, like I can put that on the background. So I've had a couple of conversations with some friends of mine around like family video closing. Um, uh-huh. Do you think that there is a future someday for a, for a rental service like that? Maybe not, maybe not a chain. Maybe they'll be only in big cities, little boutique places. I think it has the potential maybe not because i go Uh, back and forth on it i don't think so i think maybe very low chance but it kind of has this enough nostalgia for enough people that it could kind of become like records like not as big as records but it has that same appeal where it's like 
a lot of people yeah. buy records nowadays for it's nostalgia. That, it's that ritual of flipping through yeah. like, the stacks and like looking. It's it's that lottery like right. Of, All right, come on, big money, big money, big money. Right, yes, like let I me found f- the one I'm looking for. Yeah, it's the same feeling I get when I go to Comic Con. I flip through ten thousand comics in boxes. You know, I'm like looking for a good deal or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but uh. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think it has enough pull. Like it has some nostalgia. Like I have serious nostalgia about family video. Cause yeah. I went as a little kid and you know I have it for Blockbuster. Yeah. And, and like uh there was a little back in the day before even Blockbuster really hit big or while well, it was coming up. I remember at Meyer, um, you know how at the front of Meyer uh, there's like that Huntington Bank and like a barber shop and the customer service desk and stuff. So mm-hmm. back in the day, like when there weren't banks there, um, you know, you still had like nail places and hair like barbers, but one of those rooms was a video p- rental place. Oh, that's kind of dope. So like, I remember as a kid, that's how I saw the Star Trek movies for the first time was my dad rented them. We got them all from Meyer. Right. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, and my my dad would grab like movies that he thinks I would like when we were there, and yeah, like you know, like some classics. Like I watched Alien and Aliens because of Family Video, you know, out of the favorite section or whatever. And uh, you know, I love those movies. Those movies yeah. are great. And I like I can see kind of a a high end like boutique experience where you know, especially if you. Um, had like uh like really play up that nostalgic side like trying right. to you know design the building to evoke like the nine early 90s um yeah 100 100 percent. yeah you know, all this stuff that i i don't necessarily think that like family video ever did very well um, yeah for sure they tried you know, to modernize it really cheaply and then it like looked like garbage yeah, and I, so, I like, hate to say. It. I mean, uh, I don't really hate to say it. What are they, what are they gonna do? Sue me? They're out of business. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's it's that sort of thing. And I always, but I still kind of wonder: is there enough nostalgia for it for it to turn into a business? Because I don't know, like, man. You, you look, you look at something like vinyl, and you go, yeah, but people are taking that home and buying it. Like, if you had to, if you had that same experience of like searching for those vinyls, right? At the end of it. You had to bring it back. Uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's if different. It's the, if it's got the same pull. And then also. There's um, something about vinyls that's different from other music. Whereas a DVD or a Blu-ray is the same as digital. You don't get this tactile feel of the needle yes. hitting. You don't hear the little bubblies of the record. And, and you know? also, you're not really. Like you, yeah, like you said, there's there's a very tactile part of that, and you don't get that with movies, um, because there's no nobody has a love for the look of VHS, right? You know, for the the tracking lines and the fast forwarding and the rewinding and all. Yeah. That. No one has nostalgia for that. No. They have nostalgia for walking around choosing. Right. Yeah. Um, and. And like find yeah you're right like finding a, hidden gems and the two for one or feels like investing in eight tracks right yeah like yes it was an old and an old medium and yes there were tons of people who listened to them but nobody is wishing for them anymore 
Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Nobody wants like old VHSs anymore. Yeah. But okay. So here's an interesting question. I think so. I I mean, obviously, this this kind of applies to the movie industry in whole too, because the movie industry in whole is changing a lot, and theaters are you know, especially after COVID, it's like yeah, you know, like theaters are become going to become a lot more rare. But I think theaters will forever stay because of that vinyl tactile like there is nothing like watching a movie sitting in a theater like it is it is the experience yeah you know what i mean that you go for like of course you're you're paying 11 dollars people who go there will be more like vinyl collectors though right yeah it won't be something that just everyone does right exactly it'll be you know like it'll be like the smaller theaters with the smaller groups and uh you know playing old movies or classics or you know even new movies it's not like everybody's well yeah like even celebration they're open now and what are they playing in imax lord of the rings right yeah exactly they're because they're already doing that yeah bro i wish i could go i i don't feel comfortable enough to go to like a Maybe like a 10 a.m. showing or something. I don't think anyone else will be there. I wouldn't for do her. a Lord of the Rings one just because I know it would draw. That has more potential to draw a crowd. Yeah, uh, but, but like my friend, I never got to. I never got to see year. those movies in the theater, Michael. Oh, that's right. I saw. <laughs> I'm too young. There's yeah. so many movies. I'm like, dang. I wish. I wish I would have. Yeah. There's some ones that I I got though. You know, like I'm so glad I got to watch Fear, Mad Max Fury Road in theater. Oh yeah, that's was like. A cool one. Oh yeah, my, my, my friend Zach went to experience. see a movie. Uh, he went to see that Denzel Washington movie, Little Things, and mm. he said it wasn't that busy. But uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe it sounds to me like if you were to go during the week, during the day, yeah, you have a pretty good chance of being in a theater with less than ten people. I had a friend go on a date at night, on like a Thursday, yeah, and they were the only two people in the entire theater. Yeah, so a situation like that, like you're not like COVID. I, no, yeah, I feel perfectly comfortable there. Like, yeah, that's I'm more at risk at work. Lord of the you know Rings, what I mean? like, makes me a little more nervous because I'm like, that's the one where you're gonna get more people yeah. coming out to see it. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Maybe like if you go like earliest showing yeah. that you can get, but I don't know. Yeah, and what Listen. movie is out there right now that's worth it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thing, why don't we wrap it up real quick with a? Uh, um, do you have any like last? I don't know. Maybe a fame, a favorite family video memory or anything like that. Hmm. I don't know, man. My favorite memory of the family video was we got to work stories. together, and we would just talk movies for hours and hours. <laughs> I know, man. It's so great. Like, we're just yelling across the store because yeah. We're trying to we're trying to do our job. Look at this scene. This scene, man. I love this scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. That was good times. Good times for sure. For sure. I think I think probably my favorite uh, is is more of a yeah. It's a favorite customer, Louis. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Louis was Louis is a a funny guy. Like uh, he's. Louis was a special dude. Uh, he has a uh, some sort of mental. Uh, um, yeah, and he calls uh, himself Screwy Louis. Yeah, and yeah, he, he like he's 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 very comedic about like his disability and like uh, you know, 
Yeah. I don't know. I have a girlfriend. And... He's a great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I just uh, he's he's one of those guys. He had a um, like he has a porn addiction. Um, yeah. Partially, partially, I think, just because you know his mental impairment. Um, obvious. He struggles with impulse control and things like that. And it's it's also obvious talking to him that he's had people talk to him about it his whole life. Right. Yeah. Like scold him for it and everything. Yeah, because he's like, I know it's. I don't know, like the way he talks about. Yeah, it makes me feel bad for him. Yeah, yeah, and just like he is a person that I feel like you talk to him and your heart just goes out to. Especially as a guy, I think it's harder for girls because you know he's going back to the adult room, and I understand like. Yeah, he's uh, he can be a little creepy, like you know, like like, he's not somebody that I would want hanging around with just my wife, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like as a guy, I feel safe around him. So I yeah, like, I felt like I could have a really uh, good relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm not scared as brutally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I just like to me that's always been the highlight of family video. It was the people. Um, that's the part For that's sure. be sad is that there's uh, a bunch of movie lovers that are like, "What do we do now?" Yeah, because like, little do they that know, their store shut down in town. Dude, they drive all the way across town. Yeah, they come like people people who preferred our store to the one that was around the corner from them, so they drive all the way. Right up on uh, like was it Byron Center and Thirty Sixth Street? There was another family video that shut down like a couple like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and I remember when those customers started coming to our store, and they were just like lamenting the demise of their family video because they were like, you know, there was the pizza place right there. We'd stop and we'd get pizza, and then. You know, right. our store, we've got the laundry place right there. So people would pretty regularly, you know, go put their laundry in the. Yeah, 100%. Garage, come over, rent some movies, watch them either in the laundry, on the laundromat or at Tamales Mary next door. They get some tamales and. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's this little hub of activity and commerce and community that is going to disappear because family video is not there and like that that three-legged stool of roberto's pizza <laughs> tamales Mary, bro roberto's was video. the best yeah i like, love roberto's one of those legs is gone and it's gonna fall now so it's <laughs> sad times yeah for well, sure i do appreciate you coming on and like chatting a little bit reminiscing about family video days that's of definitely course, one of man. the highlight jobs of my life um, yeah i mean the like job or the best paying one no but it was <laughs> it was like you know like even when i left and i came back i was like this job is great yeah, like it, I, and i didn't really have any problems with like management or like sometimes they'd get a little corporate and weird but they weren't like they weren't very good at enforcing any of their rules. <laughs> yeah. I remember I, I was like taking the dress code really seriously for the first like several months. And then they hired someone new who walked in with flip flops in like yoga pants on. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we could just actually wear whatever we want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's definitely had that atmosphere kind of like you, you see on movies and TV shows where, you know, kind of like a show like Cheers. I was just about to say Cheers. Yeah, it's you know, like. Where like, yeah, you walk in and everybody knows your name. Like, right. 
Pat walks in or Jaime or uh, you know any of those guys, and it's just like, oh hey Norm, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's hey it, what's up? It very and much it's, felt like that. It's especially good when it's like it was like you saw a movie and you're like, oh I should save this for yeah. Pat or whatever, and then he comes in, and you're like, yo check this out, and then he comes back the next day and he loved it. It's like yes, you know that's the best feeling ever. And Pat Pat was always like super appreciative. He's like this evangelical christian guy um, yeah and he'd always just be like man i always i just always appreciate you brother like he'd always <laughs> say something like that to me and i just like yeah was who is the guy. i don't know if you know his name but there was this dude he was a a little bit heavier set hispanic dude and he had two daughters and he was the best dad like ever his kids were a little crazy but he was like i i remember one of my favorite things that it was the first time I ever think I ever met him. I was like vacuuming. And then one of the daughters was like, why is he vacuuming? And he's like, he's trying to keep the store clean. You should say thank you to him. And they both <laughs> ran up to me and said, thank you for keeping the store clean. <laughs> yeah. And he came in like every night. He was dope. His two cute little kids. Uh, oh, did I tell you about the the dad whose kid who, the dad who made his kid come in and give some candy back that he stole. <laughs> yes, that's oh, hilarious. That poor kid, he felt so bad. I'm <laughs> sure he did. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's man. family video, man. Could have kept it right. Never would have caught you. Yeah, I know. I never, <laughs> never would have. We would have seen our inventory was off by one, and been like, "Oh, I guess our inventory's off." Right. That's one thing I'm realizing, man, in all those retail positions. Kids are little thieves, bro. They steal like crazy. It's it's not just that they're thieves, it's that they are they're just unruly. So like yeah. they move things. They they pick stuff up and walk around the store with them. Like they just Yeah, yeah they'll throw them around, they won't put them back. It's like yeah. what are these <laughs> I know you can't have uh you can't have a sign that says no children at family video. <laughs> you know what's funny? Sometimes. You know what's funny at Speedway? Our our sign specifically says like no unsupervised children, which we never enforce, of course, because yeah. it's just there so that you can point to it if you have to. Right, yeah. yeah. Kids are being a little ridiculous. But yeah, I guess there was a problem in the past where like there was some high school kids that were like really actively stealing. And it was like, yeah, super fun. Kids are cool. (laughs) I think, you know, I think the worst age group is the middle schoolers because they just they just have enough smarts to like uh, to like actually sneakily steal. But they don't they don't have the they haven't been, you know, learned yet. They're not scared like the older kids. Like I, if I yell at an older kid at Speedway, they'll be like, "Yo, nothing. I wasn't doing nothing." You know what I mean? It's like, but the middle schoolers, the you, the middle schoolers, you try to yell at, you try to yell at them, they dash out, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Oh, I've been caught red-handed. Let's run." (laughs) He's gonna call the cops. I have a candy bar. Uh, there was this like 15 year old kid trying to steal a 12 pack of beer i just locked the doors 
on him and he like ran into the door and i'm like yo man what's up and he's like nothing and it's like sticking out of his sweatshirt it's so obvious (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like uh are you planning on paying for that he's like paying for what and i'm like do you think i'm stupid bro (laughs) i was like listen man i'm not gonna call the cops just put it back and i'll let you leave just no, just don't come put, back here. Just don't make me restock it. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> that was my sole motivation. <laughs> I don't want to have to get up. Well, I didn't want to have to deal with the GRPD, my man. Right. Uh, man, well, uh, thanks for coming on the show and talking a bit about family video and just catching up about movies. For sure, man. It was a blast. Yeah, we'll we should uh, catch up, get uh, together. Episode. We should play some board games or something. Yeah, yeah. I actually have been playing a couple of um, my friend Zach, who's in my quarantine bubble. Um, mm-hmm. We've been playing a couple of games, and uh, that's dope, man. Yeah, we played a game called Dice Throne and one called Unmatched. You should check that one out. Unmatched. Unmatched. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's put out by Mondo. Um, so. Mm-hmm. It's great. Thank you.